That's what it is. Perfect. That's what it is. All right. We're, we are good to go. We are live. We are Lovely. live. Here um, in Dennis's yeah, office. So let's, let's just have a... Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Patrick, you came up with a topic. I know I'm getting Crazy. straight into it, but I just want to let you know you're you have the vision for this podcast yes. so you go for it okay yeah in I was general thinking of, of just starting um let's uh let's start in a prayer first that's great I'm yeah sure that's okay. a good in the name of father and the son the holy spirit one um dear jesus thank you so much for this opportunity uh to come here um and to discuss whatever will be discussed in this time um thank you for um the ability to reach out to um, people um, and to just, you know, have conversations like this. Thank you for the freedom to, to be able to do this. Mm. Um, we ask that you would bless this time, bless this conversation, um, help it to be um, centered on you, but also fun at the same time. Um, and we thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Wow. So, um, yes, I, I suppose... Um, this podcast, uh, you know, um, we had a little pilot episode. Um, we were driving to Loch Derg, um, and Aiden had his audio recorder, and he, we were like, "Oh, let's let's do a podcast just for fun," um, and it, it was quite fun. Um, and then, you know, just the idea has been sticking with me ever since to like, you know, just do a podcast and I've wanted to do a podcast for a while. Yeah. Um, and so I've just been sitting with this idea and, and yeah. And then Aiden's got all the equipment and, you know, we've got microphones and it just seems like the perfect opportunity to do something like this. Mm. And then last night in prayer, <laughs> um, tell us Patrick, then something revolutionary happened and I, I just felt very strongly, um, that uh we we needed to do something like this um just that the words uh, broadcast message were coming to me in prayer um yeah, and beautiful. so i definitely feel like this is anointed by god and so in the podcast you know i think it'll be good we'll have different guests today we have dennis on the show mm -hmm. Thank um, you very much for having me. you're welcome and uh and i think you know well every now and then we can have like some fun episodes um some episodes can be faith related um and yeah, it'll just be whatever we want it to be. Um, there, there's no pressure. We aren't putting this onto Amen. iTunes or yeah. something like that. It's SoundCloud, so it's free to listen to. Um, and you know, people can listen to it. And you know, it's just gonna be, it's gonna be what it is. I think that's that's a really important point, Patrick. Because I was thinking about this too. I don't listen to podcasts. I have tried to listen to podcasts. I've maybe gotten like two or three episodes in yeah. to podcasts, and I just. Like I'm not going off of anything here, Dennis. I don't know about you, Patrick. I don't. You probably listen to more podcasts than I have, but Just there's there's no formula that we're following here. Mm -hmm. We don't know when we're going to release this stuff. No, you guys yeah. are just going to have to go with it. Yeah. You know, if they are listening to it now, it means we, it's been released. It's been released, but <laughs> we I, don't. Yeah, yeah, we don't have a schedule no. or anything like episode zero, no. the pilot episode, yeah. which is just you know a, a silly conversation we had while driving. <laughs> we're hope maybe we will release it this week, which is the week of the first week of February. 2020 2020 um but there's a good chance that we probably <laughs> won't because uh, we all have work to do and we're busy in fact we are recording this during lunchtime at work um yeah. and uh so yeah it's just yeah i think that's a really good point you, you it mentioned is patrick about Loktag. could you tell our listeners what actually that is you know which place is that? in fact i can dennis lockderg um so Lochderg is basically, uh, it's also known as St. Patrick's Purgatory. Mm. Um, and it has been uh, for a long time a place of pilgrimage. Um, legend has it um, St. Patrick visited there um, a long time ago um, and found this cave. 
and he went inside this cave for like a personal retreat and um the legend has it that uh he was placed before god he had this vision um he was placed before god um and he could see himself like his whole life just placed before him and he was in the cave for like three days or something like this um and so for a long time people were going into the cave and locking themselves in this cave so that they could you know have this similar experience and people were experiencing this um but eventually people were like dying because they they'd like lock themselves in this cave and like die of starvation um so they're like uh that's probably not a good idea um we should probably um close up the cave um, but it still remained a place of pilgrimage. People still go there um, for like over a thousand years now. Um, people oh. have been visiting this island um, for pilgrimage um, to, and it's very, it's a difficult pilgrimage. Like it's not easy. It's not, you know, luxurious. Um, people are walking around in their bare feet on the stones and, you know, sleeping on rock and, uh, you know, very like the fasting is quite rigorous, R- vigorous, rigorous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so like, it's, it's not, um, for the faint hearted. Um, that's okay. We're, we're having some technical difficulties. The mic stand is falling over. <laughs> um, it's okay. This is our first, yeah, this our first episode. You'll be fine. Um, no pressure down. It's okay. So Thank you. This first episode, this is our first real episode, episode zero, which hasn't been released yet, but will be. Um, this is episode one or zero? This, this is episode one. One. Um, and so we've got Dennis, we've got Aiden and myself. Um, we might have a, another guest speaker coming in a bit mm-hmm. a bit later. Um, but we want to talk about brotherhood. Mm. Um, I've been watching a lot of war films recently. Um, and just this idea of brotherhood has just been like sticking with me and just, you know... Um, yeah, like this idea of like having one, w- like your, your brother's back um, and always being there. Um, and especially for these guys that are like, you know, in the midst of war um, mm-hmm. and fighting and, and just like, you know, knowing, you know, these guys are out there and they could die. But knowing that they that they have each other's backs is like one of the biggest things that keeps them going. Um, so, yeah, we'll just open up the floor to uh, talk about some brotherhood. Yeah. Dennis, what, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think um, <clears throat> when I think of brotherhood, I, I think of love, but I think of uh, father's love as well. And uh, when I was uh, reflecting on this, it, it came to me that um, the the heart that drives brotherhood is the fatherhood. So the other bighood, the fatherhood, is um, is the heart that drives the brotherhood. So when you are... Um, when because we all desire to be, you know, we desire to, to be in a group. We desire to be known and loved, and yeah. and accomplish missions together as 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 in, as a united front. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so I think um, <clears throat> when as brothers you're coming together, united by the love that is uh, from the Father, you know, it's like you're growing um, to accomplish big things. Inspired by the Father's love, um, who is the ultimate, uh, you know, fountain and and source of of, of real love. Mm. Mm. That's what I would say. That's wonderful. Um, I think that's a really good point. Um, I think that you know you mentioned fatherhood and you know these these kinds of like different kinds of hoods and brotherhood, fatherhood, um, and one thing that I've that I've heard, you know, I'm not a father myself, Dennis, you're, you're the only really father here. Um, but, um, I've heard my dad say, 
um, he talks about this um, every now and then, but um, that even when you go and become married, um, then like you still need, like, yes, your wife is your best friend, um, but you still need solid brothers. Mm. Um, and like, I can see that in my dad's friendships um, that he has solid brothers that he can turn to because, you know, like, yeah, again, like your wife is your best friend. Um, but to a certain degree, I don't know, like almost this idea of, uh, I, d- I don't know how to explain it. Um, yeah. y- you know, you need, you still need, you know, masculine friends, um, mm-hmm. that you can do manly things. And sometimes that's like ridiculous and like, you know, going paintballing at the age of 40. Um, but, uh, yeah, like there's different things that, that you just wouldn't do with your wife, I suppose, um, that you could really only get when you're with brotherhood if that makes any sense absolutely i don't know whether Aiden wants to say something here no yeah definitely um like this is my fourth year with net ministries um and there were definitely points where i thought that i could do it on my own you know that i could live the christian life on my own it's definitely it's not true like you do need people saint francis wanted to be a hermit he wanted to live in a cave and you know pray but the Lord called him out. He called him to evangelize and look at the Franciscans, you know, like they have beautiful brotherhood. They have beautiful community. Hmm. So I've just slowly learned that I need to, I need to have brothers who do have my back, you know, in this battle, which is prayer, which is loving uh, others, loving yeah. the Lord. It's yeah. necessary and it's so good. It is. It is so good. And Dennis, having like, you know, you're married, um, like, do you find it challenging to seek out like authentic brotherhood or is that like is that something that you still struggle with or have ever struggled with or is that something that like it comes easily once you're married like yeah i think <clears throat> especially when um like we know that masculinity is bestowed on by masculinity and as brothers you need other brothers that th- that journey of fatherhood and brotherhood you cannot do it alone you cannot be a man after God's own heart if you want to be an authentic uh, Christian man uh, alone. You cannot do Christianity on your own. So I find, um, like, when I have, a, uh, like, I've served on net three years now, and I see brotherhood uh, all my those three years, I have, um, <coughs> every time I call, for example, one of my friends, one of my brothers on my first net here, he's called Dennis, I remember he's in the UK, I call him often. It's interesting, the things that come out. He He's so, we connect. And I'm authentic, I'm real, and I, and I feel he listens to me, hears me. Mm. So I feel it, it is God-ordained. Brotherhood is God-ordained. Brotherhood is, you need your brothers. Mm. Uh, it, it, you have to seek it out and th- that brings me to being intentional like brotherhood cannot happen without intentionality mm. you have to seek them out it's like any any friendship really you have to fight for your brother you have to have your brother's back but you have to also be willing to share and and get yourself out there mm. uh, because we generally would love to stay on watch Netflix and just sit on the yeah. couch yeah yeah um, and I suppose like a question that's coming to mind, um, at this moment uh, is, do you think that people would struggle more? Like, obviously kind of, you know, it's, it's easier to find brotherhood within religious kind of communities. Um, because like, you know, you go to church, 
um, you see the other men that are around your age and, and you know you can kind of like it's there if you want it like again there, there's the intentionality that you spoke about um, like obviously you know especially if you're new to a parish right you, you go um, and see oh there's a guy um, I could possibly connect with him um, get in with the community there um, but like outside of kind of religious kind of you know um, communities mm. would you say that that it's more difficult or like how how could people seek out like where would people find do you think um brotherhood with without kind of religion i suppose yeah without <coughs> without religion um brotherhood uh, again it is formed on the common values like um you know like people people who smoke for example they actually can form a brotherhood yeah. around that People who drink can form a strong brotherhood in the pub. People who go to the steam room can form <laughs> a very strong... <laughs> Why did you laugh there? <laughs> Dennis is an avid steam room goer. <laughs> he loves I the steam room. I think Aiden has joined him. How many occasions have you joined Four, yeah. four, four or five now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's <So> great. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. It's it's fun. So so <laughs> the things your 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 brotherhood is brought together by the common values or the things that you do together. Yeah. It is definitely harder when okay. you're not a Christian because um the intentionality um may be lacking. Mm. Um but when you're a brother, Christian values, you know, like because we're drawn by that, you know, a big big brother yeah. um, and the father's love so we seek the love of the other so we're drawn by that love and that authenticity mm. um, makes us be more intentional and pursue the common good yeah um, but when you're not a Christian there is definitely brotherhood that is formed yeah and brotherhood can be powerful mm. can be you know constructive and destructive it can be really powerful for the good and can be really powerful for the bad. And when men come together, they can do amazing things or they can be really dumb things. Mm. Yeah, but together there is a force there. Yeah. There is a force within the hood, the brotherhood. That force, if it's directed well, it can do good things. Yeah. If it's not directed well, it can be really stupid things. Yeah, I suppose like um, coming from my personal experience, like always being brought up uh, in the church and having kind of, you know, like, a community um, to build brotherhood off of um, when I, you know, I so I was homeschooled um, up until grade uh, 10, which is where I entered public school. And when I entered public school, um, you know, I did, I was able to form friendships and I was able to form like a, a sort of brotherhood with the men that were in high school with me. Um, but I found it very shallow, uh, to be quite honest. Um that like uh, there was no really real depth. Um, mm. th like the guys were solid. I'm not. I'm not saying anything bad about the men that I was with, um, but I just found that you know I I was almost intimidated to go into kind of a more um, intense and intentional conversation. I don't know. Like Aiden, have you ever kind of? Y I know that you were homeschooled. I was homeschooled as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but <coughs> like in, I don't know if you ever involved in any other kind of communities outside of homeschooling the church but um not really honestly <laughs> like uh yeah i had like basketball like, you know sports which is kind of a brotherhood um 
nothing really super intense gets formed there. But um, a lot of my community was with, was within my own family personally, which mm. is kind of interesting. You know, like a uh, big extended family, so a lot of my cousins and I would get along and maybe a couple close friends. But Patrick, I actually did have a question for you based off what you said, if okay. that's okay. What Dennis mentioned was really interesting where like in, in Christianity and having Christian brotherhood, yep. you're able to pursue a common good. Mm. And like, I don't know if, if brotherhoods outside of that establish that as clearly as you would okay. having Christian, bro- you know, like our common yeah, good is course. getting each other to heaven. heaven right. So like what would your brotherhood in, in high school or in school, what was the common good? Like, was it within faith context enough? So, so that you could say, okay, we're getting each other to heaven or like if it wasn't, what was the common um, kind of, I, th- I feel like for me, um, <laughs> my, my goal was to get them to heaven. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, it's funny, like almost all of the, the guy friends and, and friends in general that I made in high school, like I'm pretty sure probably all of them, I invited them to come to my youth group at least once. That's great, man. Um, some of them did wow. come, some of them didn't, um, you know, um, and I, you know, I, I think that like I was like, I've always been a little evangelist, you know, like trying to just like get people to heaven, um, which I, I only realize now, like, you know, my, my childhood was just always filled with kind of, um, I, I feel like it's probably cause I was a homeschool, like a sheltered homeschooled kid mm-hmm. that like, you know, when I went out into the real world, I was like, I gotta convert all the, <laughs> yeah. all the pagans. Um, <laughs> for any of my friends in high school listening, I'm not calling you a pagan. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get you to heaven, so <laughs> it's okay. Um, but, uh, like, I think that our common goal was probably graduation. Um, mm. like in high school, that yeah. was our, our common goal was like push Definitely. each other to graduation. Um, so that we could pursue careers and, you know, f- further on in our lives, uh, like push. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, I found it very interesting what you asked and, and, and your response. And, and I, I think, <coughs> um, uh, St. John Paul II in his book, Love and Responsibility, he quoted a man called Aristotle. And he, Aristotle, talked about the three kinds of friendships, which I think once mm. they they kind of help us to, to, to discover the, maybe the three kinds of, of, of brotherhoods in a way. Um, and, and he said the first kind of friendship is the friendship of utility, mm. where you, um, you basically get something from someone yeah, uh, it's a tr- it's transactional, you know, uh, uh, like like Connor gives me food and I give him money. Okay. So I get food, Connor gets money, yeah. utility, that kind of brotherhood. So you have a brotherhood, but what you 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 benefit something from the brotherhood and they get something from you as well. Right. And it's based on that utility. And then he talks about the second kind of uh, brother or friendship uh, that is pleasant or pleasure. It's based on pleasure. It's based on uh, the fun times you get. So it's mutual. You all have fun together. You watch movies. It's fun. You uh, you eat um, something. You enjoy a certain type of or delicacy or food, Mm -hmm. and you enjoy that. So you're you're united by what you benefit from each other. Mm. Uh, It's it's mutual, but that's fr- that's you know friendship uh, or, or you know pleasant friendship the fun times if there is no fun there's no friendship if yeah. the brotherhood is not having fun there's no brotherhood yeah. um but then he says the the most important one and and he's saying it's a um 
he calls it uh, you know virtuous friendship mm. or virtuous brotherhood if you want to put it that way it's where two people come together not to pursue um something they get from each other but to pursue the common good mm. matthew kelly calls it uh, the um uh, he calls it the common unchanging purpose oh. yeah it's like you come together to pursue something bigger than yourselves right uh, virtuous virtue good things yeah. you know the, in, you know so so I, the, when brotherhood has that like you you had a virtuous understanding of brotherhood but maybe they did not sure. you are calling them to something good they were like this guy is fun he makes us happy let's hang out yeah. so i think if brotherhood is is founded on the true foundations of authentic um authentic you know meaning yeah then it lasts and it, it, it's better mm, for sure mm. yeah i don't think i i don't think i had the virtuous kind of brotherhood until i came to net to, to really till i took my faith seriously i'd okay. say it was always the pleasant pleasant friendships yeah. pleasant you know brotherhood just have yeah. the have the good times and basically. i think that kind of comes with age like yeah. you know growing up then like you know even with my catholic friends like you know we spend most of our time talking about girls, you know, like, <laughs> um, like you know, so who do you have a crush on? Like, you know, before puberty, um, <laughs> like it wasn't necessarily like, um, trying to get each other to heaven. Like we were kind of, yeah. but I mean, it wasn't sure. like on the forefront of our minds. Whereas when we got older and started going to youth group and started learning about authentic brotherhood and masculinity, um, then we started kind of like, uh, how's your prayer been? How's, you know, like, uh, the fight with purity, like all that kind of stuff. You were teetering um, on the edge there for a while, and then yeah, I'd say you crossed over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, for those of you, uh, Dennis kind of mentioned the name uh, Connor um, in, in one of ex his examples <laughs> back there. Um, if you're wondering who this Connor might be, uh, Connor McNamee has joined us. Um, he's Ooh. currently eating lunch, so he might jump in on the conversation a bit later. Um, unless he wants to say something now, Connor. No, no, he's good right now. Um, <laughs> he's got food in his mouth. He's it's funny. Um, I'm, I'm getting used to the... The fact that nobody can see your faces, um, <laughs> <laughs> like there's been a few parts where I've been like shaking my head, like no, and then I'm like, oh, there's no video for people. People probably that's can't. okay. That's okay. Um, the know, Lord will make up for our lacking. I'm Amen, all brother. posing and hoping someone sees my face, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, Aiden brought up a really interesting point that I was thinking um, about when I was kind of talking, um, and that is the idea of. You know, uh, he said that in high school, uh, or in, sorry, not in high school, like he didn't necessarily have um, a resource for brotherhood outside of his family. Um, and I'm just thinking, because like I come from a big family, Dennis comes from a big family. Um, Aiden, I have five siblings. Yeah, Aiden Decently. comes from a relatively big family. Um, but this idea of like um, brotherhood within your family before you go out and kind of like have to find other brothers um like uh, you know you move away from your family um i'm originally from canada living in ireland now so like obviously i've had to form a new community new brotherhood yeah. um i was blessed with you know four younger brothers um and so i had the opportunity to experience brotherhood within my family before i kind of moved away but i oh, I, f I kind of feel like you know people would struggle with brotherhood um that don't come from you know large families or um yeah, like, you know, I, I had a friend growing up and you could see that, you know, around his friends, he, he acted differently than I would to my brothers or even to my other friends. Um, and I think a large part of that was because 
um, he didn't have siblings that he could kind of, you know, um, I suppose practice in quotations, like, you know, quote unquote practice on, Mm -hmm. um, like, you know, there's, there's a certain way of living that you become accustomed to when you have siblings, um, and like kind of what not to do in life. Um, so yeah, like, I, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on that? Like, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, and Connor might be able to, like, I know Connor comes from a smaller family. Yeah. Connor, Connor, do you have anything to to say to me? I can move my food. Yeah, you want to share? Okay, yeah, sure, definitely. Yeah, go on. Well, like for myself, like I have two siblings, so I have two younger brothers. Um, but I, I think more so than than even sibling and sibling relationships and brotherhood in that sense. Like, I think a lot of it comes from fatherhood as well, um, and how how maybe the father mentors or shares um, with with his son and kind of models for his son and. Um, like i guess the like models authenticity and vulnerability and um just like how 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 men should speak to other men how men should should act mm-hmm. with other men you know because mm-hmm. like we, we we really just learn from from what we see and and what we have in our lives so i guess like like you're saying you learned a lot from your brothers in those yeah. relationships but like um, for people who don't have that many siblings or there's sure. a big gap, then it's kind of coming from the father, I, yeah. I think. What do you think? Yeah, um, that makes sense. Um, I would definitely say, I mean, like, I, I had a lot of siblings and, and a really good father. So, like, I I mean, one sense, I suppose you could say I was privileged um, in, in growing up. Um, but... Check it. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, like... I definitely think that makes sense. And like with that, Connor, um, you've been with net for, this is your third year. Um, when you came onto net, um, what was your experience of brotherhood before you came onto net? And then what was your experience? What is it kind of like morphed into and what has it been now? Um, or even like, what was it like your first year of net compared to now? Yeah. So my experience of brotherhood has really grown and transformed over the years. Um, bef- before net, I I would have played in a, in a few bands and like produced my own music and stuff. And from that, like I guess I I had a brotherhood of like the band I was in, and our kind of goal was like right this tour we have coming up or this release and like kind of the success of that and blah yeah. blah. Um, so it was really just like this kind of utilitarian kind of like if if I wasn't interested in it anymore, then I opt out, you know, and then the other guys, it's like, it like it basically happened. Like our friendships basically ended okay. um, <coughs> in some sense. Um, and then coming on the net, like, like I, I had my conversion basically around that time and then moved into just a totally new, at least I had a complete paradigm shift where my mind was just transformed into like Christian way of thinking, you know, like, the value in people and yeah. um, just all the just too too even deep to even go into right now. But like, yeah. mm-hmm. um, so I had a total tr- transformation of my mind. Um, and then coming on the net, like I had a brotherhood. My first year, four guys who were a lot younger than me. Um, and so I guess I was kind of maybe like I was the the team leader as well. So they they probably looked up to me in some sense yeah. for for that leadership and that brotherhood and sure. that kind of older brother. Um, so that was like a hugely beneficial experience to like be able to have these younger guys who you kind of you kind of lead and like 
it helped me to kind of step into responsibility, mm. you know, rather than just like this kind of selfish, yeah. independent kind of thing. Like you're suddenly, you have responsibility for your brothers, not yeah. just for yourself anymore, but for your brothers. Um, and so like, I definitely like, like I've come leaps and bounds even from then, like brotherhood then last year um, with like, with with the guys on staff. Um, it just went to a whole new level. Like we... I can't remember. I think I think it was just like we had such such a mindset of like heaven, and we we just we were just so united, and that unity of brotherhood, and that unity of like what we wanted for each other and for ourselves. Yeah. It just like I felt myself um, be lifted so much higher by by the brothers because wow. we were so united. Yeah. And I, I've experienced that um like it's like an arrow getting shot to heaven you know like getting shot up mm. and i've experienced that mm. with, with brothers in unity and then also with disunity and the kind of like you're kind of walking through the swamp again you know it's yeah. kind of like it's a struggle but then mm. like when brothers are united it's like it lifts you to the heights wow yeah um and like i think it's interesting um you kind of were talking about you know your first year being the older like you know the the oldest uh out of the the men um for me like i've always been the oldest um like you know i'm the oldest of of seven kids um and so i like coming onto net where i wasn't the oldest anymore in fact i was the second youngest man (laughs) on on connor and i served the uh served our first years of net together um where yeah where i was the second youngest um all of a sudden i had these older brothers to look up to um and my experience of that was was really was really amazing you have two younger younger brothers so you've kind of yeah um already experienced what it's like to have younger brothers but um in a sense like it was a different kind uh of brotherhood which we already talked about but um yeah like dennis you you come from you're, you're the oldest out of the brothers as well aren't you no, um, no, you have yeah, older brothers as well. Yes. So yeah, so I'm one of uh, of twelve children. Um, I have four sisters and <coughs> and eight brothers, seven brothers, yeah, eight I think. Um, but one in heaven. So we are seven boys at home and and four girls. One three married and one are still at home. So <coughs> I grew up with like a big hood, to be honest. And it still is, you know, like even when we go home for like Christmas, it's a big hood. It's big boys. Um, I'm number number three in the boys and number six in all the siblings. So I've been in the middle. So it, it has, um, I've been like a, a big brother and a small brother at yeah. the same time. So I have uh, Patrick and Clement, uh, my elder brothers. Yeah. And then uh, I have also, you know, Alex, Felix, you know, Martin, Jared, <laughs> like they are tiny, yeah. you know, like uh, so. It's, it's it's been a balance for me, okay. and and I've 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 learned to, because men are are, are are really we are different, and hoods are different, right? Um, so it, it's it's beautiful to see they need space, but they also need to know that you've got their back. Yeah, if you own them so much, they think they. they they think they are too young to be on their own, but that's not healthy because yeah. they want you. You want them to be able to fend for themselves. Um, so it's been that balance of knowing. Oh, my brother, 
loves me he's got my back i can call him when i'm I, i'm in trouble and mm-hmm. he's he, he's he's got his his my best intentions for me at his heart um so i think the biggest part for me is to know that you are loved by your brothers mm. and that takes you where they are not like wherever you are they are love r- r- knowing that you're loved helps you navigate where you are um that assurance um so i find that really helpful even i'm in ireland they are all in uganda and i know if something happened i would call them if something happened my brothers would would tell me well wow. there is a time my brother in in the city he drove <coughs> he drove 7 hours driving really fast because my brother was really sick and he had no one to help him he drove for seven hours non-stop wow. running really fast 140ks in a like he was like yeah, running was really fast like to go and rescue my young brother because he was very sick and he had no one to help him so he he drove for seven hours to to kind of be there That's and take him to the hospital so it's that intentionality and that love um that I find in net as well. I know my brothers have got my back. Yeah. Yeah. I think um one thing I've learned about brotherhood is for myself personally, I need I need something that's going to challenge me. I really need a challenge and how how that's manifested itself in my life is usually every year I do net one guy who really challenges me, who really gets on my nerves. Who is it this year, Aiden? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You don't have to that. <laughs> it's usually one guy, sometimes a bit more. Um, but it, within a team setting, there's, you know, three or four guys. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, but, like, if I don't have that, I get complacent. I get comfortable. That's what I've experienced with my family is, like, things are really good now. We get on well. And there's not that really that challenge that I need, yeah. you know. So some sometimes people just need to be called on and challenged. Yeah. Like, hey, you need to get up at this time and pray and do what you need to do. I find the challenge in things that annoy me, things that get on my nerves. Mm. And I've I've become thankful for that and accustomed to that. Yeah. And um, it's something I find that I really need. So mm. I think that's a beautiful aspect of brotherhood. And what you guys are saying is is golden as well. Along um, with that, I think I think even just in general, like being challenged, mm-hmm. like. Um, even in just the silly like little things um, like for example um, Pierce and I one of the other guys here on that staff um, we're always doing like trick shots and stuff like that and sometimes we'll be up for like you know <laughs> three hours trying to throw a ping pong ball <laughs> into a cup or uh, like across the room um, and and it's just I can't go to bed until like you know I beat Pierce <laughs> until <laughs> until I get one more ping pong ball in the cup um, and I think just that idea of like challenging each other um really unites men in general um like i know for example so i did net two years ago and then last year i took a break and did a different was with a different community um i'm back with net now um maybe maybe at the end we should probably explain like what net is because i was thinking the same thing we should we will don't worry we will yeah we'll explain we'll give you some context um but uh yeah like um, so I was with a different community and it's it's a relatively new community. And so they're still kind of like, you know, finding their feet in in just day to day life and, and how everything works. Um, it's beautiful. It's a wonderful ministry um, and community. But like with all new things, um, it's still, you know, finding their way. And so I, you know, I found brotherhood very difficult because a lot of the men that were coming in, 
um, had either never experienced kind of what it meant to like be in this kind of like intense brotherhood yeah. where we're leading each other to heaven. Um, or like maybe they didn't have, like Connor was saying, the best, um, you know, father figures, or maybe they didn't have a huge family. Um, so it was just like this idea of brotherhood was new to them. Um, and so I found it quite difficult to, um, even just trust them. Um, which was, which was crazy to me. Like I had always trusted the men that I had been surrounded in, in my life, um, with, with really anything, um, even the very, very deep things. But here I was where I was like, I don't know if I can trust them. Um, and it was a huge challenge for me. And I ended up like, there was one time where I was like having a, a breakdown and I just needed to call like the guy from my first year of net. Um, he was in America, like praise God that he, he picked up the phone because I probably would have, um, yeah, w- <laughs> I would have been just like um, devastated. Yeah. But um, he picked up and so I was able to just kind of like um, release everything within me uh, to him and he, he listened. But it made me realize just how much I needed the brothers that I had right there with me in that community. And so I went to them and I was like, guys, I don't trust you and I don't feel trusted by you. So we need to change. Wow. Um, and the way that we can do it is is by like honoring the women, like doing something for them. Because when men do things together, um, it unites them. Like, yeah. that's just, it's something in our being that, like, when men do things, they just connect. Like, that's just something that they connect in, whether it's, like, sport or whether it's, like, you know, um, whatever it is. Or, like, you know, wrestling, um, climbing, a, climbing a mountain, like, whatever yeah. it is. When men do things together, then they yeah. connect. Um, I know Connor. Connor's looking ready to say something. Connor, do you have something to say on that? Yeah, just, like... Like you're like where you're talking about is just totally just like we we can so easily fall into just looking inwardly at ourselves yeah. and that's that's kind of like that's kind of like one of the main sins of man is we just get so preoccupied with ourselves. ourselves but then it's like with our brothers and doing stuff beyond ourselves like mm-hmm. when we have a common goal like for you instance you said like honor the women you know so it's like okay like we want to honor these women and show them their their dignity their their worth their their value their their beauty. And so, therefore, like, we come together, this common goal, it's bigger than ourselves, out of love, and that brings us out of ourselves and thus unites us, makes us stronger men, better brothers, and, like, just, like, transforms, like, the atmosphere around us. Yeah. And and that's what happened on that staff last year. Like, we started the year off with just, like, we totally just, like, honoured the women, had them over for, like, dinner, had them over for little parties, had them, like... And they, they just, they were so happy and then we were so happy and it was just like, yeah. it was just an incredible atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. I think talking a, a wee bit on that, I, it's even scriptural, you know, like uh, God said in, you know, Genesis chapter 2 verse 18 that it's not good for a man to be alone. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's no good. It's true. Uh, yeah, so so uh, we ca- if we, we are alone in our own little heads and we, we, we it's not healthy for us. So yeah. we have to get out of ourselves, whether you're a priest, whether you are um, a single man, like you have to, to, to find brotherhood. Yeah. Because in brotherhood, that's where life is. And, 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 and we're created to not to be on our own. Mm. Yeah, alone and or lonely. Yeah. And I, I don't even think that it's necessarily because that can kind of sound like um, men doing things together is just like pushing away their emotions. Um, that I, I don't think that's what it is. Like, um, I think it almost releases the emotions, you know, like when they're doing things together. Um, I know like for me, like I, I'm, I'm quite not passive, but like, I just, you know, I don't really let things bother me a whole lot. 
um, because I just think that that's just a waste of time, like letting, like just dwelling on things. Um, but like when I am like, you know, angry or mad or, you know, I just have all these like emotions built up, um, like I'll often like just wrestle with the guys. Um, yeah. And I think that that's just like a huge way to get out what I'm feeling. And I mean, I think it builds a, a massive amount of trust, which you didn't have with mm. with the other community you're talking about you had to call a, a brother that you already trusted and that's where that release was able to flow from yeah because you are had already trusted him then you had to go back to your brotherhood and say okay we need to do stuff to build this trust that yeah. i can come to you Absolutely. and and get stuff off my chest because at the moment that's what i can't do yeah you know that i can't feel like i can do that so that's actually key is building that trust with your brothers. we and we connor on our first year last year we dove right into that mm-hmm. so we never really experienced yeah having to to cross that bridge because we're very short the trust was there pretty soon yeah Yeah. and it almost kind of brings us into the the topic of like you know that the whole idea of like toxic masculinity um which i i mean it's not on the topic of brotherhood but it is at the same time um because like you know to have a good brotherhood you kind of like individually need to know how to be a man almost um and so that like you can because if you all have the same idea of like what being a man is, then it's easier to call each other on to being a man. Like, you know what I mean? Because like if you're like have this idea and somebody has a different idea of what a man looks like, um, then it's just going to create more conflict than solve it. Um, and I think it's interesting because, you know, there's a lot of you know conversation about uh, or at least there was a while ago. It's kind of died down now. Um, but I think men yeah it's interesting like uh, men need to be able to express their emotions but they need to do it in a healthy way um and i heard it put really well um uh, somebody said that you know a man's first job first priority is to take care of the ones that he loves around him um that's his number one priority after that then he's able to let go um and then when he's with somebody that he can be vulnerable with um to share but first, first of all, like take care of the ones that he's surrounded by, the ones that he cares about. So like, for example, like, you know, if you're married, um, uh, you know, the example of like, you know, you get home from work, you had a rough day at work, um, but you get home from work um, and your wife is there and you say like, you know, like, honey, how was your day? And you talk about her day. Um, and then after you've taken care of this woman that you love, after you've taken care about the number one priority in your life, um, then you're able to be like, okay, now I can be vulnerable now I can share how my day was. Um, and I think that's a really good and like holy and virtuous way of looking at what it is, um, masculinity. Um, mm. And yeah, what true masculinity looks like because it is important for a man to, you know, be vulnerable and share how he's doing. Um, yeah, I think to say a little bit on that is, it's <coughs> we look at Jesus as the main man, you know, like he's, he's a king. But then he came to serve. So the the toxic masculinity you're talking about yeah. is the, the, the thinking you need to be served. You know, like yeah. you go home, for example, as a man, and you see it. So she serves you. You you know, like it's all about you. Yeah. But then Jesus changes that. He's the king, and he comes not to be served, but to serve. So we, oh, we there it is. There yeah. it is. Yeah. So so it's 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 he models true masculinity and true brotherhood. So it's the the servant kind of yeah. approach. Yeah. Yeah. Being selfless and laying down your life for others. Yeah. Man, imagine community. What community look like with the twelve? 
Yeah, yeah. probably a madhouse. <laughs> I know. I and I, uh, I love thinking about that. Yeah. Um, I know we were running short on time. We need yeah. to start wrapping it up. But, um, like you know, just the idea. <laughs> like I, I like to. Somebody once asked me, like, do you think that you know Jesus would have farted around <laughs> like you know the apostles yeah. and like or like would have been like you know raspberries or something like that, um, blowing raspberries on the like just doing stupid like guy things. Um, you know, just like Charlie Horsey, like whatever it is, wrestling, sock wrestling. <laughs> they probably didn't have socks back then. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I wonder. Yeah, I feel like it would have been like a great time, dude. It it must have been. It had to have been. Yeah, it had to have been. I because yeah. like Jesus, like yes, he was truly God, yeah. but he was also truly human. And I think that the human part of him would have been hilarious and would have just been like, yeah, totally having. You know, a, a great time with the boys. You can't just, just you can't just always be the shots. super serious guy. No, of course. And the always teaching the lessons. Yeah. You know, you have to be a, a brother, a friend. Yeah. yeah, he was a brother. Oh yeah. Yeah, and he always is. So, um, quick short spiel on Net Net Ministries uh, began in the states, uh, Minnesota. Um, it has since then. It what was that like late eighties? Eighty one. Eighty. Oh, really? Eighty one. Okay, yeah. so early eighties. Um, it started um, and has since then uh, spread throughout quite a few countries um, mm. in the world. Um, and it's basically our, our mission statement is encouraging young people to love Jesus and embrace the life of the church. Mm. So here in Ireland, we have eight different teams all throughout the country doing this work, um, going into primary and secondary schools um, and working with students and encouraging them to to love Jesus and embrace the life of the church. Quick question, Patrick. What's... um what Okay. Uh, the other community, okay? yeah. So the other community that I served with um, was called uh, Holy Family Mission. Um, that has been this is its fourth year running, um, uh, and so my year was the third. Um, it's down in uh, Waterford, um, a wonderful community. Uh, it's beautiful, and it's it's so net would be a lot of mission with a little bit of formation, um, whereas uh, Holy Family Mission, the the primary kind of focus would be. Uh, formation with a little bit of, of mission. Um, so yeah, if, so if we both have websites. Um, you can find net at netministries.ie and holyfamily at holyfamilymission.ie. Thanks, Patrick. You're and so welcome. I wonder maybe later in, in the um, podcast we can maybe introduce ourselves. I don't know if we did that too much. Yeah, that's true. If you really um, know who we yeah, are. Yeah. Um, maybe just quickly, quickly each of us can share who we are because yeah. you, you might hear us later. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, my name is Patrick um, Grant. I'm from Canada. I'm 20 years old. Um, and this is, yeah, like I said earlier, my second year with Net Ministries here in Ireland, um, but my third year living here in Ireland. Wow. My name is Dennis Anwagaba. I'm 34 years old. And uh, this is my eighth, my eighth year with wow. Net Ministries. I've served with Net Uganda, Net Australia, and here, and I'm the program director now. And I also look at uh, uh, some program that we do with, with staff, a Joshua Leadership Program. And yeah, that's it. And it's great to be here and you know talk to you guys. I love it. Thanks, Dennis. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Really pleasure yeah, thank having you. Dennis. Um, my name is Aiden. I am from Minnesota in the United States of America. I am 22 years of age. I love making waffles. I love playing ping pong. And I like making music. 
So those are just three things about myself. Thank you, Aiden. You're welcome. I left the most important thing about me. I'm a yes, father to one daughter who oh, is yes. <laughs> uh, who is seven months old. She gives me a lot of joy. She's called Grace. Mm, Grace Nwago is the joy of this, oh, <laughs> this ministry, of this town. Of this, oh. yeah. uh, my name is Connor. I'm 29 from Bonkrana in Donegal. And yeah, I just really have a heart for Jesus in the Eucharist and for worship and just bringing people to know Jesus, um, to, know, to know the Lord. Um, yeah. yeah, just to, just to grow in relationship with him. So. Um, um, and, and I feel like the Lord wants me to like impart his gifts to people, you know, and just wow. impart that love. Yeah. Praise God. Thank you, Connor. Um, so, yes, thank you guys so much for listening to this first ever thank episode you. of the podcast. Thank you so um, much. Yeah. Like uh, in future podcasts, we'll probably go into who we are in more detail. I, I'd say next week will probably be more of a kind of, you know, a lighthearted one. Lighthearted. Relaxed. This, this one was pretty. <laughs> it, it was really good. I really enjoyed the conversation. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it, too. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and thank you guys fun. so much for being a part of it. Um, and yeah, so um, please continue to listen. Um, again, it's just going to be whatever we want it to be. Um, and, uh, you know, if you guys ever have any um, maybe topic discussions that you'd like to hear Ooh, us yes. talk about, um, feel free to let us know. Um Waffles. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll probably end up talking about waffles. Oh, I'd that say next week. Great. I can give you a <laughs> tutorial on how to make waffles. He could. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah, thank you so much. Um, God bless you all, and we will see you when we see you. Well done, everyone. Good stuff. <laughs>